Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here's your host, director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. I've got some guests on the show that, well, you know, uh, I, bo- I consider both of them friends. They're both from the mission. One's a volunteer and one runs the women's clothes closet out there. And so today, as we look outside, we see clouds in the sky. We see a lot of gloomy things that are out there. But you know what? The one most important thing for all of us to remember, no matter how many uh, gray skies there are, how many things in our life that seem to be overwhelming, gloomy, cloudy, all those things, is that if you're in Christ Jesus, he has you securely in his hands, and nothing is going to befall you that he is not aware of. You don't have to sit and ask yourself, does God know what I'm going through? Because God knows what you're going through. And we won't always know the answer to that. We're not always going to be let in on what our suffering or what the things that are causing us to be down are all about until we get on the other sides of the gate. Just remember this, that Job went through more than most of us will ever go through. He held fast to God, saying, even though he may slay me, yet will I follow him. And to the day he died, I don't believe that he ever found out what it was all about. But it was to God's glory, and it was for his grace that now we will someday get the opportunity, those of us that are in Christ, to meet Job. And so I know, folks, this time of year after the holidays, sometimes there's a big letdown. Maybe we're getting older. We've lost somebody that we care about. Uh, Maybe we've lost a job or we're changing our circumstance. Maybe we're lonely out there. But remember this, that Christ isn't afar off from you, but there. The Holy Spirit dwells in each believer. And so please, my friends, take comfort. And if you're not part of a local church, maybe that's where part of the problem is coming from. Find a healthy, well-balanced, Bible-believing church that lifts up the name of Christ and become a part of that church, be a part of the family of God in the local assembly. So, at any rate, Francie, would you like to say hello? Hello. And, uh, and how about you, Kim? Hi there. Good afternoon. All right, Francie. Let's start with you. You are a volunteer out at the mission. How did you even find out about the mission? Well, after COVID, (laughs) I um, started praying about where to go to church. My church was far away, and I started praying about a place to go to church. And there was one, and God led me to this. It actually was a Russian church, and so uh, they had interpretation. So I went in, and um, I looked the first thing— God led me to do was to try to find some place to serve. And the only thing that they had was uh, child care, and mm. I didn't speak Russian. So, And there was one other person there that had done service for the Union Gospel. And so he said, we do this once a month every Thursday. So I came in, and I said, okay, well, I'm in. 
So the next time they went, they called me and I went with them. And then um, I stayed and helped serve too. And um, that's how I was introduced to the mission. All right. And so the transition from there is that you became a volunteer, not just on a night once a month, but you became more intimately involved with the woman's clothes closet. Uh, how did that come about? Uh, well, Bobby, the night manager, uh, gave me Kim the flyer for the clothes closet. Little Bobby. Little Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, he said, you know what? You need to come here more often. And he gave me the flyer and said, call Kim. And so I called Kim and that's how it started. This history. So Kim, how did <laughs> yeah, that so first did. meeting go with uh, Francie? I, it was great. I was excited. Um, I felt just a kinship right away, um, which always happens when you meet a sister in the Lord. It, does, it doesn't matter where you go to church. When you are a follower of Christ, you are in a family. Mm-hmm. And so we we had that bond right away and God's just been working through Francie in mighty ways and our our women's ministry is better because she's there and because all our volunteers are there. We're so grateful for them. We couldn't do it without volunteers. No, we really couldn't. How many women were there today, did you tell me, Francie? 20. I think there was 20. 23. 20, 23. There and were more Kim than I thought. couldn't handle that by herself or even with Eileen or uh, Delina there. Three people just couldn't accommodate all those women shopping and the needs they have. Because oftentimes, ladies, the need goes far beyond just the physical of wanting clothing, right? Yeah. The one-on-one with each individual woman is important, too. It's very important. So, uh, Kim, over the years, first of all, how many years have you been there now? I've been here a little over a year. Okay. It seems like you were here a couple of years. Yeah. It's been uh, since last summer. Wow. Wow. It seems like I know you so much better than just for a year. All right. Well, Kim, let me ask you, over the course of the years, as she was alluding to, that there's that one-on-one type of thing that goes on, but that doesn't mean just one-on-one helping her with clothes, right? No. um, we After our, our volunteers meet, so typically on a Tuesday and Thursday, we meet at nine o'clock. The ladies gather together. We have announcements. We pray. We pray over the service. And then we go in and immediately start ministering. We've got um, like today, Francie, what did you do today? You did a lot of signups today, didn't you? I did some signups for haircutting mm. and I helped in behind getting things for ladies that were not out on the floor. And watch the jewelry, right? Yeah, Showers when I came in too. to talk to you, you were you were at the jewelry counter. I was. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you might think that's funny that we're running a homeless shelter, and the women that come in are not all off of the street. A lot of them are working poor, or maybe they don't have a job, but they have a house, they have a family, and so you come in, you go, okay, but. What if, what do they need with jewelry? So why? Why would you want to give out jewelry? Well, what girl doesn't like jewelry? <laughs> no, uh, uh, we're just so blessed. Our donors donate all the items that are in our boutique. That's right. And that includes jewelry. And it, it makes them smile. It gives them something mm-hmm. pretty. 
and it makes them feel good. Um, and uh, Francie is is not explaining. Uh, she's so humble, but she just doesn't stand there overseeing jewelry. No, she's in the back room, <laughs> and when someone needs a suitcase or someone needs a towel or someone needs a backpack, she's she's Johnny on the spot for that, and, and we really appreciate it. That's just one of the many things volunteers do in the clothes closet, as well as sign up for showers. We have showers every Tuesday and Thursday as well. Which and, is and, a blessing. Uh, and by is, the way, the, you know, you may have noticed that Kim used the word boutique because it is a boutique. If you came there and you walked inside, you would never say to yourself, thrift store or homeless shelter. It is dolled up in there, if I can use that term. It is pleasant to be in. Everything is sized and put on the racks and displayed on the walls. And to your point, both of you, when you're handing out the jewelry, you know, what person doesn't like to get a gift or go to a store and see something they want to wear or mm -hmm. something, uh, a piece of jewelry, and go, oh. And guys, don't scoff at this. How many of you change your watch like every two years because you've seen the brand new one out there that's true so or now i guess it's you know iphone or droid whatever but the bottom line is that what the ladies are trying to do what the mission is trying to do is make people feel valued and let them know right. that these people that are doing this are christian people who love the lord and trying to convey to them that the Lord loves them too. Amen. And so we remodeled our whole building and we're working on the other uh, two-thirds of it because the same thing. What did we want to convey? We want you guys, the program guys, and the people on the street to have the best. Not just the offices over there, but where we're actually in the nitty-gritty, right? So the... The women's clothes closet looks totally different over the years, and it truly is a boutique. The handing out the jewelry, how many times do you have to pray with somebody handing out the jewelry? <laughs> Usually we pray with them when they're all finished shopping. Okay. But there is sometimes when somebody just needs, you know, a little more attention, and they're just having a bad day. And just... It's always good to have something pretty and nice to hand to them and say, are you okay? How are you? And it, yeah. they need prayer too. When I am a little bit down, I like to go and look at pretty and nice things over at Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> <laughs> we think a little bit different. but uh, Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> but the bottom line comes down to that it's not just an experience that yeah, – you know, and I got to hand it to the volunteers. And, you know, that's shaped partially by what Kim's desire is to have in volunteers and Eileen's desire what to have in volunteers. It's certainly my hope is that we have people in there that it isn't just, okay, what do you want? Uh, what size do you need? This is it. This is it. Because, first of all, we don't take any money for anything we do on the campus. Uh and so it has to be that personalized, kind, upfront uh, kind of personality, right? Mm -hmm. Also, somebody not fragile. 
Mm-hmm. And the reason that you can't be fragile is the people you're dealing with aren't always happy with the way things are, right? Right. Sometimes they're hard. Uh-huh. And you have to be able to do that. And you and I were talking earlier about having that boundary mm-hmm. to where I'm kind, I care, but I'm also, you're not going to be getting away with unruly behavior stuff, right, Kim? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It's it's uh it's important that they're treated with dignity. Yes, absolutely. And uh self-control is a part of dignity. I agree. So we try to assist them with that if if necessary. It doesn't have happen often that we have to step in and play mommy, but on occasion <laughs> it's it's good to have those skills. Well, you know, and it's so often I, I have spoken at a lot of churches over the years and just trying to illuminate them to the fact that you're not dealing with puppy dogs out there. Mm-mm. And, and uh, if you always expect a thank you, uh, you're going to be sorrowfully disappointed. That's and true. sometimes people are going to be downright rude. Mm-hmm. And you're going to feel like, I- I'm trying to help you and, and you're being mean to me. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. So, hey, uh, by the way, I heard a rumor that you just started doing something else in the women's clothes closet. The haircutting? Yeah. Oh, we're super excited <laughs> about that. All right. Tell me about oh, it. Oh, well, we guys. have another volunteer. We just, you know, what's really great is the mission is run by by of of course we have our administration but god provides volunteers to minister to the lost and each one brings a different skill set and it's just incredible how god opens up pathways that we can use those different skill sets so our newest volunteer is gretchen and she is a cosmetologist we prayed for a cosmetologist for two years and god said well here she is and it's it's exciting to offer that um, that service for our ladies, she she just sticks to haircutting, conditioning, um, blow drying, braiding. That's pretty much it. No chemical services or or uh, any kind of electrical like curling iron, no, nothing like that. Could, but, we couldn't take the liability um, for all that anyway. It's it's neat. A woman left today and she said, "I feel like I went to a day spa." I'm like, all right on. That's that's what we're here for. It is to distract you from the the troubles of your life and give you the hope in Christ. Amen. Clean clothes, new cuts, and a, a nice and they shower. all go away looking beautiful. You know what? Not a smile and smiling. Yes. Mm-hmm. What one of us doesn't know what it feels like? Whether it's a woman going to a beauty salon. Or a guy getting a fresh haircut, you know, you got, you're going to church on Sunday or whatever, you got your shoes polished and everything. There are times you just feel like a million bucks. And sometimes when uh, life is dealing you kind of rotten tomatoes, sometimes it's good to, all right, at least I, I can go do this, right? <laughs> yes. So uh, I see a lot of happy women come out. Yes, I have seen a lot of belligerent women that are angry. That, And maybe some of them have a lot to be angry about. But 
the bottom line is that what our volunteers and what Kim is trying to do, what Eileen is trying to do and Delina is trying to do is really reach out and wrap their arms around them in the name of Christ, right? Amen. Yes. Right. Right. And so there's been a lot of success in the women's clothes closet. There have. We had a guest come in uh, on Friday. I'm super excited about uh, the first time I met her, she came in for our showers. She had an open wound on the back of her neck Oh yeah. that I had to call a street nurse for. Mm-hmm. And um, it turned out to be an infection that was MRSA, pretty scary stuff. And she was hospitalized. Um uh, she came back eventually and attended our Bible study in a closed closet and really struggling with addictions. And she's decided she wants to go into a Christian women's rehab program. Yeah. So I was able to sit down with her for several hours and get her connected to a few places. And and uh, it's exciting. It's exciting to see God move and their heart just open up and and receive that hope that Christ is offering and, and uh so grateful for the mission to not just drive by and go, get irritated. I see that a lot oh, with, yeah. with people on the road getting irritated at the the homeless. And I get it. It's an inconvenience. You got to slow down and go around them sometimes. But if you could think beyond what's right in front of you and think what is their future, you might might find yourself a little more compassionate. And why they're there in the first place even. Good point. Uh, that's exactly right, and and uh, they're not the only ones that can be irritating. It's when you're <laughs> when you're behind the eighty five thousand dollar car in the fast lane going forty five miles an hour. I find that equally as irritating. <laughs> uh, but y- you know, I know you tend to be kind of humble about these things. But that whole MRSA incident with that lady, she was resistant to going to the doctor or to the thing. Right. And you really kind of put the pressure on a kind way. You put the pressure on her to get her to do that, right? Yes. Uh, it's, it's uh, it, yeah, there was quite a quite a struggle there for a mm-hmm. while, but um, we'll see where God takes her. See, and that's we'll the difference between her. an institution that's just trying to hand out clothes or feed people or even shelter them and a place that has a bigger picture of what the what we're trying to do. Uh, somebody had asked me, well, let's face it, that's what your 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 mission and your call is, is to feed us. I said, oh, no, is that what you think? Mm-hmm. I said, oh, no, that's not it at all. That's not the mission of the mission. Mm-hmm. What? I said, do we feed the homeless? I said, yeah, at the time we were feeding 9,000 meals a month to the homeless. I said, you bet we do. I said, is it to, do we clothe people? I said, yes, we clothe men and women. There are showers, not at the time for the ladies, right. but for the guys, right. and there's a place to sleep upstairs. And all that combined still isn't our mission. Those are what we do because our Lord and Savior has told us to do that. Yes. Our mission is to tell people about the good news and the only hope there is uh, nobody's getting out of this life alive, but we want you to go to an eternal uh, resurrection and not to eternal death. And so what is the mission of the mission is to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, which we will never yield from. That's right. Amen. Uh, Amen. 
Yes. So that's all part of it. And so what our ladies do, they do that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I suspect sometimes you've gone home discouraged. A little bit. But at the same time, I know that I I expected worse because <laughs> when I came in, I was like, okay, I'm going to do whatever needs to be done. You know, yep. I'm going to, I'm going to try to hang in there. And, but you know, Kim is a really good encourager. She prays with us before we go out and she's, she just, God blesses her with good direction for all of us. She has a tender heart. Uh, she's, She's humble. She doesn't like to hear about it, but yeah, I know. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen the growth since she first started there. When we would deal together sometimes with ladies, and uh, some of them were so manipulative, so mean, mm-hmm. and uh, and Kim, uh, because of her heart, took it so personally that you know she just felt overwhelmed at times, and I knew that. But the reality is that God was always there with you, right, and yes. and growing you and strengthening you. It's still hard for you, I know, but now she's got a lot of internal fortitude when it comes, and you can see more when they're trying to get one over on you, right? <laughs> well, I started kind of keying into my mommy instincts, having raised four boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do lean into a little of that experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to. And it's in love. It it's is in love. in love. Discipline is love. Yeah. You know what? Uh, that's true because sometimes what we're talking about is that uh, no is love. Right. That's true. Uh, you know, I don't know if you guys can hear. We're getting a little backfeed some, from somewhere. We're hearing some music, but... If you hear it, we're not playing it. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Thank but God. just enjoy it, I guess. <laughs> so, a uh, little joy. A little joy, yeah. <laughs> so, there's a lot of things. Now, as a volunteer, you only work with homeless women, right? No. No, I work with the people at the mission, too, which mm-hmm. I'm very, very happy to know everybody there. I have the thing about uh, the men's working in the men's area is every man is taught i don't know who teaches them but one of you guys or all of you guys it's they give them a very good sense of respect for us women they treat us all very nicely and i'm never uncomfortable around any of them well and kim can tell you if there is something brought up we try to take care of anything like that but uh two questions one can you stay for another radio show or sure okay Kim? Absolutely. All right. And then the second thing is, I got to tell you, we were we bought a house for after recover or recovery mm-hmm. after they graduate and we got a chance to get a lot of furniture. So, you know what? I just got the sign that we're down to 1 minute. So, let's start off next time talking about other things that volunteers do besides <laughs> just what you would normally think of of going on. So, uh, always opportunity. <laughs> is that so, Kim? Is there always, always? always. <laughs> <laughs> but it has to be done with a grateful heart, right? Yeah, never boring. No. And so we got thirty seconds. So, ladies, I appreciate you joining me, guys out there, and ladies, please tune in next week because we're we're only halfway through this, and I think you'll be 
interested to hear what goes on. So as always, my dear friends, until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. You've been listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.